0: Okay, this is the summary of the Mimer that begins and Daphia Test. The Mimer begins with the, uh, the statement of uh, th- that when Hashem gave us the Torah. So it says, mm-hmm. Face-to-face Hashem spoke with us. So the Alter goes on to describe that this is the level of Havaya from the depth of Hashem to our Paninis. We recap the idea that Yud represents the highest level of Chachma, not of intelligence or wisdom, but total Bital receptivity, that then partners with the analysis of Bina to the point that we describe them as two inseparable friends. They manifest themselves downward like the letter Vav and its vertical shape and it being the sixth letter, thus representing the six Midas, until it's manifest in the hay. And this is our aspiration of Yehosh Shmei rabba Shame Yud-ke. We want the Yud-ke to be expanded. What prevents the Yud-ke from being expanded? Is that down here in this world, there's all of this uh, obfuscation and uh, 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 confusion of, of expression of godliness. And our objective is to overcome that. And then we talked about the idea that Torah begins with bays because bays represents bracha. That's why the first letter of Torah is beratious, bays for voracious. Bays is bracha, which is the whole objective of creation to connect, like the word bracha means. And we asked, why doesn't it start with Aleph? Aleph, not only is it the first letter, but it also works for the term Pela. Fantastic. So we explained that Hashem begins the had Sedibrais with Aleph, Anoichi, because that's the mechanism through which. We access the Anuchi and we pierce through all the levels of concealment, all of the mice to have that expression manifest. And this is what the opening line of our parsha says, I place before you the bracha, and the bracha will be if you do the mitzvahs. And if not, there will be a klala. The klala, the curse or the weakening, is if you will not listen. It's not a foregone conclusion like bracha, it is only a possibility. Then the Atu began a second mimer, a new mimur here, based on the Pasik that says, Ahre hashemal kechim te And it just details six stages: Te to pursue, tiro to revere, tishmru to guard, bakoila tishmo, my voice to hearken, oisu sa me to serve, and boisid bakun, me to be attached to. And we describe about the concept of tests, kimenasa shamalakem. That in the Shama, before it comes into this world, it's up in Alam Haba. Why does it come into this world? So that it can withstand the tests and access a level of godliness that would not be accessible to it, were it to stay at that level of um, detachment from godliness. And this is what is described in the uh, challenge that is placed before us when we have false prophets and charlatans and charmers and so forth who seem to have access to a level of success that is denied the the God-fearing person, that is simple taivus of Gashmi, these are the tests that allow us the opportunity to rise above them, to be connected with the infinity of Hashem and not be subjected to the uh, vagaries of those challenges. And this is why we are described as achrei Hashem, because we tend to, we have the opportunity to pursue only the achrei, some sort of shallow aspect, like a father who hides from his son, so that the son will pursue him, and that will result in a more intense relationship. In the same fashion, Hashem often appears hidden from us. And it is only by seeking out the infinity of Hashem that we have this greater level of simch This helps us understand why we refer to creation as Yeshmi miyayim. Something that we are something and God is nothing, when seemingly it should be the reverse. We are nothing and Hashem is something. So we explain because the creative aspect of Godliness is a nothing compared to the infinity of Hashem. What we get here is only a slight glimpse into Hashem. And it is through rising above the status of the world as it presents itself to us, that gives us access to the infinity of Hashem. So now we understand why it then tells us, we shall fear," because there are different levels of, of Yirav as they are delineated in the brachas leading up to the Shema we have the description of seeing the angels all in awe of Hashem, which prompts us to similarly be in the awe of Hashem. If the angels are all bowing down to God, certainly we're bowing down to God, we get caught up in that same excitement. And then we graduate to the level of Ava that is described of a more profound level uh, in the brachas leading up to the Shema. Then in the Shema, we declare the ultimate aspect of uh, our love for Hashem, no hold back, no limitation in our love for Hashem, until we come to the Shwana Esrei, where we have total bital as indicated by the bowing, during the Shwana Esrei, which is the superior level of uh, of Yeru.